0: You are about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna O'Keke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikina Okeke and be blessed.
1: Hallelujah. Lord will bless you. What a privilege and what beautiful moment it is to be gathered in God's house with his people, you know, just praising him, doing what is right. Praise the Lord. Psalm 33 verse 1, actually had wanted us to read the whole psalm, but we can just take verse 1. When you get home, read, read the entire psalm. It says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye writers, for praise from the upright is beautiful. Praise from the upright is beautiful. King James says, Praise from the upright is comely There's a song that says, praise looks good on you. That's just the translation I can put it. Praise actually looks good on you. You know why? Because you were designed to praise God. When you're praising God, you're functioning in 100% capacity. Praise the Lord somebody. Anybody here wants to function maximally. When you're in the place of praise, when you're exalting and worshiping and magnifying God, that is, you know, the best position, the best posture that you can be found in. He says, praise is comely for the upright. Praise looks good on you. Tell your neighbor, praise looks good on you. You look much better when you praise. Hallelujah! No perfume like praise. No suit like praise. No Ankara like praise. No weave on like praise. No pancake. Foundation-like praise. Praise the Lord. No car-like praise. When you come into a place with praise, you come in solid. Just enter into his gates with thanksgiving. You don't need an SUV to enter his gates. You need thanksgiving. When you come with thanksgiving, you arrive well. Into his courts with what? With praise. Praise the Lord. Our God is worthy of praise. Our God is deserving of praise. Now, I want us to, you know, come at it from this angle. We are going to share a few things. And if we don't have the time within my allocated time to praise, we will overshoot the time. Praise the Lord. Now, God, I I want us to understand something here. You know, we always enjoy ourselves. Praise God. Praise God. God enjoys your praise. God enjoys our praise. God wants us to praise him. And that is very, very true. Praise the Lord. God does enjoy our praise. God wants us to praise him. God also commands that we praise him. Praise the Lord. However, I want you to see something this morning. God, being God, because he's God and because he's in a class all by himself, because he's sovereign, because he's enough. The fact that he's God means he's what? He's enough. He cannot need anything. You know, are you getting it? He doesn't, he's complete all by himself. In essence, does not need our praise. Praise the Lord. Let me say it again. You see, God, being God, does not and never will require anything from anyone solely for his own benefit or well-being or enjoyment. Because He's God. You see, as a man, I can require some things from you because I need it. I can require some things from you because it will complete me. Because it will make me have something or feel something that I could not feel by myself. You see, when, when the children of Israel, when the Jews were saying to Jesus, tell these people to keep quiet. You know, Jesus said, if I tell them to keep quiet, or if they keep quiet, what is going to happen? He said the stones are going to what? They are going to shout praise. Why? Because being God what he needs or rather if there is any need, whatever he wants is given to him. Now my privilege then is to be counted amongst those who will give him that praise. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So when we, when we are being told praise God God is not destitute of praise. It is a privilege. It is an appointment. It is an opportunity. It is a promotion. Is somebody getting it? Anybody wants to be promoted today? When we come and we say dance before the Lord, some people say today I will dance for God. When you're dancing for God, you're trying. But the squirrels have been dancing. The birds are dancing. The animals are dancing. All creation is dancing. When you dance, you do yourself a benefit. You do yourself a whole lot of good. Why? Because God being God has no need. Is somebody getting it? And that's where we start from. So because it's God, everything he requires is never for himself. Even the issue of righteousness and holiness. To live holy is not from God. If you're a thief, you can never steal from God. I know, you know, the Bible tells us Malachi. It says, will a man rob God? That robbing God is robbing God's house here. You don't rob God. Have have you gone to heaven to steal before? Praise the Lord. No, no, no. You know, you you can't. You can't touch God. If you're a fornicator, can you fornicate? I mean, you can't touch God. You can't steal God. You can't be violent against God. He is high and what? He's lifted up. But everything he has said to us to do or not to do is because he loves us and therefore our benefits. Everything. If you have this understanding, it will help you in your walk with God. There is nothing, you know, because men have been committed this message to preach to you. And, you know, and we preach amongst ourselves the word of God. Oftentimes, men, because we are men... And we are carrying the gospel of God and the message of God. When we get ourselves involved, then because we have needs and we have interests, we belittle the message of God because of our interests. But truly and really, just like in the case of Titan, God does not need anybody's money. That is the simple truth. And when you give God money, you actually give to yourself. Because God is going to what, reward you. He says he will owe no man. Are you understanding it? It's as simple as that. When God says we should pray to him, it's not that he's bored and nobody's talking to him. You know the scripture that says The four living creatures What are they doing? They are shouting holy, holy, holy He's hearing things all the time The twenty and four elders What are they doing? They are falling before him So when God says come and pray to him It's not as if heaven is so quiet And he wants to hear your voice It's because he wants to answer your prayer Are you understand? When he says seek me and you shall find me It's not because he's lost He hasn't missed his way He's not somewhere calling for help Help me, please find me where I'm lost. No, it's because you are lost. When you seek him and find him, you will find a way. (laughs) Praise the Lord. God is complete. You see, I want us this morning to see the awesome privilege we have as children of God when we come to him. And knowing this, the devil just makes sure that everything God requires of us, he tries to twist it. And make it sound as if God needs it. Look at even Adam and Eve, our first parent. When they ate the fruit, did they steal from God? God created The garden, who did God create it for? When they left, did God move into the garden? God didn't move into the garden. He made everything for them. So this morning, as we come in this day that we set aside for Thanksgiving, I want you to begin to see that Thanksgiving, the gratitude, the praise, the dance, the worship, and all of that, Is not for God. God is not there looking at his bank account and saying, ah, my thanksgiving balance is low. No, no. Praise the Lord. He is what? God and he's complete. He is full. Praise the Lord. He is full. God is full of God. He says, I am the Lord. Besides me, what? There is no other. So in Isaiah 42, verse 5 to 8, I, I want us to see the scriptures as we go. Isaiah 42, verse 5 to 8. It says, Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread for the earth and that which comes from it. Notice, He created the heavens and stretched them out. So the galaxies, who spread for the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath, to the people on it. And spirit to those who walk in it. It says, I the Lord have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people. As a light to the Gentiles. To open blind eyes. To bring out prisoners from the prison. Those who sit in darkness from the prison house. And verse 8, it says there. It says, I am the Lord. That is one. My name and my glory. I will not give to another. My glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. Now we see another thing we must learn about God. One of the things that you cannot joke with God about is his glory. It's his glory. And let's look at Isaiah 48, 11 and 13 also, then we'll come back here. Because I realize that anywhere and everywhere, Isaiah 48, let's read 11 to 13. He said, for my own sake, for my own sake, I will do it. For how should my name be profaned? He says again, and I will not give what my glory to another. Twelve, listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, my God. I am he, I am the first, I am also the last. Look at 13. 13 says, let's read together. Indeed, my hand has what? laid the foundation of the earth, and my right hand has stretched out the heavens. When I called to them, what happened? They say they stand at attention. Now, I'm reading this, especially the verse 13 here, and then the verse 5. Let's go back to the other one, verse 5. You see, when God also speaks, the Bible says he will not leave himself without a witness. At the end of the day, you see, somehow when we say God will judge the world, yes, in a sense, yes. But the truth is that at the day of judgment, everyone will say, God, you're right. Even those who are going to hell will say, God, you're right. You know why? Because everything he does is in righteousness, is in truth. How many of us have written those tests? I think it was in primary school we did it. I think we did it in secondary school. Where after the test, they give you the answer and say, mark yourself. You know, and you're seeing it, You're seeing your folly. you just so this thing is B. You were so sure it was C. But when you see the correct answer, You will judge yourself. Isn't that what we used to do? Praise the Lord. It's the same thing here. This is what God is saying here. He says, I created the heavens and the earth. I stretched them out. The heavens. The earth, I formed it. The people who are in it, who did it? He says, I made it. He says, those who work in it, I give them, I put the spirit in them. Now, when he finishes saying all of this, who should take glory on earth? Are you seeing why he says, my glory? I will not share with anyone. Don't you agree that the glory should come back to him? You see, we live in a time where men, you know, are big on acknowledgement. Especially even the social media is not helping it. So anything everybody does, he wants to see how many likes, how many followers, how many this, how many that, how many that, how many that. And you write something and you feel it's nice. And you say, this thing is so nice. Why am I getting only 50 likes? You see, praise the Lord. You, you do this and you come into an event and uh, you're a big man, and the, the MC does not interrupt the program to say, We want to recognize the presence of uh, Mbonambo, you know, he has just come in, you know, or want to recognize the presence of, uh, you know, uh, uh, General So, So, So. People feel offended. Now, I want you to take yourself now and ask yourself, What is it that I have? That should accord me such honor. When you're done analyzing that, then go back and ask yourself, who gave me what I have? The Bible says, what do you have that you did not want? You know what that is? That scripture is so deep. It says, what is it that you have? Somebody is called the tallest. How many people have stretched themselves before? Praise the Lord. you understand and you know you're you're beautiful i thank god for the makeup artist but you see when they finish making you up you when you look in the mirror you know that is not you (laughs) you know it's not you praise the lord you know (laughs) oh yes you know it's just like you know these modern phones they have now these modern phones you know thank god for technology there are things that make people feel good. You look at yourself in the mirror. You know how you are. You take a picture. You see yourself. You know you're not like you're in the picture. And then they're increasing the price of the phones because it's making you look better. But you're not better. That is the way you are. We went somewhere many years ago, you know, about over 10 years ago. And the lady that was sent to receive us at the airport, she was, you know, she was shocked. said, ah. He said, you know, ah. and we're wondering what's wrong. And she said, for the first time, I'm seeing people who look in real life the way they look in picture. You know, and we're surprised. Isn't it, a, when we're small and we're feeling jammed form, you will sign behind the passport for truth. That this, I certify that this is what? A true likeness. Can you write that behind your pictures now? You know, everything we have, good things we have, We boast about them, you know, we gloat about them. And as we're talking about beauty, somebody is smiling and saying, vain people, my own is intelligent. Let me tell you, your intellect is a gift. You can bear witness that everybody in your family is not the same. Are you getting what I'm saying? I've told you the story here. We had some guy in, he was a year my senior in secondary school, very brilliant. During WIAC, he, he was doing, you know, maths, mathematics, physics, and all those. I can't remember one of the subjects he was preparing for. And the next thing, the guy started calculating in the sky. He would just be walking and be solving. That's it. That's how they took him out from school. I don't know. I haven't heard from him. I pray that he's, you know, he's recovered. But that's how, how the thing just, you know, he went on overdrive. His battery overcharged. Whatever it is a man has on this earth. God gave it to you. God gave it to you. You say you're living holy. He says, for we know that is him, what? Who works in us, both to will and to what? Last Sunday, I testified there that before I got married, I willed that my marriage will be different. Isn't it? Now, the Lord made me understand that that will you willed. It was me that made you to will it. You see, if I left you... You would have planned that you will so deal with women. You know, there are some people when they are getting married, even women, they say they will show men. Pray that God will help you to will, to will aright. But those who have willed aright, don't boast, don't look at yourself and say, I am this. No, you must keep acknowledging God. Praise is somebody getting what I'm saying? There is not one thing, not one thing that is, is on earth. That God, He says, remember where we read from, He says, I made all. It reminds me also of the challenge that, you know, I read of. I don't know whether it was a true one, but, you know, they said some scientists gathered and they challenged God that there is nothing God made that they can't make their own. And God said, okay, fine, make a human being. And then they just went on the earth and picked some clay. He said, no, go and get your raw materials. Go and get your raw materials. Because people boast, I did this, I did that, you know, I brought this. And then people are clapping behind them. Now, now, with all due respect, how many of us know the young man that died, the uh, Wakanda man? And as, as I saw the outpouring of emotions, I desire, I pray. My son said "It's most likely he was born again for the things that were written uh, you know, about him. I desire and wish that he was really born again. But, but you see, the propensity at which human beings honor men if you looked at God like that, your life would be different. The other time, it was uh, Muhammad Ali that died. And the whole world, people were, his people were mourning, were putting a speech. And you wonder, what did Ali do for you? Ali punched an opponent. And they paid Ali. Ali became great. And then your mourning for Ali, God woke you up this morning. God has been keeping you. God has been taking you out and bringing you in. What have you done for him lately? Is he on your display picture? Have you preached him? Have you announced him? Have you stopped someone on the road and asked the person, "Do you know Jehovah? Do you know who gave you new message? Do you know who preserved you? Do you know the reason why Nigeria is not under COVID-19 pandemic?" I mean, what what, what has man done for you? That you are praising man so much. You know, people are fighting Because mercy is supposed to be better than Ronaldo. Ronaldo is supposed to be better. And you're fighting about that. Have you fought the devil lately? Have you been provoked that the goodness of God is not being received? As a teenager, as a young person, are you provoked that the young people don't know the goodness of God? Are you telling them, my God is good? Are you telling them like the psalmist, come and taste and see that the Lord is good? All you say is, see this goal. It was a hard trick. Have you boasted about your God like that? The one who is really doing something. Everything we're doing is on borrowed, you know, resources. Everything. Someone comes here, you know, and becomes a man of God and begins to preach and God begins to use him. Then the next thing you hear him, every statement he says, I, my, I, my commission, my this, I am under the sound of my voice. Your voice (laughs) <laughs> do you understand I, I want us to think that's all I want us to think because you know we always come at this ah, praise God and then they push you and then for 30 minutes or 15 minutes we dance and then you go and you go back to factory setting and that factory setting is you look around you the things that you have you say well you know I've done well for myself I've labored for myself I've done this I've tried That is okay. Another thing the Lord said to tell you, he says, he says, says, if you eat my glory, you will pay the bill. But if you give me the glory, I will take up your bills. He said, David had this secret. David always gave me the glory. And because of that, I always paid his bills. When he came out, this boy killed, you know, I've said it here. I need somebody to recite this and get back to me, you know, even during the week. I don't think his brothers knew he killed lion and bear. And the day he was going to announce it, he didn't introduce himself as Obuago David. In Igbo people who have not even killed a cat, they take titles. Obuago seven of Orifite. You know, they take all kinds of titles. David had no title. He just said your servant, you know, while he was keeping his father's a bear came, he says, and I ran and I smote it. I mean, just imagine. You know why he could speak like that? He knew it was God that did it for him. He knew it was God that did it for him. Recently, we had an experience and, you know, I thank God for my wife. I pray that your wife is as godly and sensitive like that. You know, our neighbors are renovating, you know, they bought a house next to us. So someone bought it and is renovating. I, and we wanted to buy the house, to expand our house. Our own house is small. So we really desire. So I've been praying, let Bad Belen not come in, let Bad Belen not come in. But they've been disturbing us. You know, a few weeks ago, they kept cutting our water. Sometimes you'll be in the bathroom, you know, the water will cut off, they will cut it. And, you know, just a problem. So one day, they were trying, were trying to find a solution to the water thing. And they said they were going to dig around the house. Dig around, you know, a, a space of about at least 30 or 25 meters. You know, mess up the whole thing, you know, that we had in interlocking stones and all of that. And in my heart, I said, this can be the, you know, I won't allow this to happen. You know, this is not bad, Belay. This is not right. So we went and we had a discussion. And as I was speaking with them, God gave a solution, an idea. Let's do it this way. It was cheaper than what they were planning with. I now said, let's do temporary piping, you know, with the cheapest pipe. Run it overhead. When you're done your construction, redo what you wanted to do on that top. It would save them at least, you know, up to 90% of what they would have spent. And then when I was coming out, thank God I heard, no, it's me that told you that thing. You know. you know? And then as I came and told my wife, my wife said also, it's God that gives wisdom. I was happy. Because initially I thought, "Ah, you should have, in my mind, you know, the devil said they should have thought of that. You know, you have sense. But God helped me on time. Do you understand what I'm saying? The idea you have is God that gave it to you. If He allows you, you'll be foolish. You can testify how foolish you have been sometimes. It's the moments of your liberty. Say, Lord, don't give me liberty. Take me under your hands. Constrain me. Do you understand what I'm saying? You and I must never lose sight of how dependent we are on the mercy of God, on the goodness of God, on the gifts of God, on the graces of God, on his patience, everything, everything. We did 26 years, you know, marriage anniversary. And the way people are talking, every time saying, Lord, please, just make sure you take the glory. Because if you leave us in this thing, the story is going to be different. It is God who makes every good thing happen. He's the reason. He's the reason. You look at your life now, and maybe someone is listening and saying, Well, Pastor, God has done for you. The people God hasn't done anything for, or haven't done anything for, they are not around the They are not around. No, no, no. He says, I put spirit on those. If there is still breath, if you are still able to take in and oxygen comes in, it's God that gave it to you. No matter the problem, no matter your location, if you are still able to breathe in now and oxygen comes in, it's God that gave it to you. And wisdom now is this. When you acknowledge him for that oxygen, he can bring the bread. He can bring the shelter. He can bring the family. But as long as you say to God, like the children of Israel, this manna, you know, the Bible says, tells us in the New Testament, that manna is angels' food. They were eating the type of diet that we eat. You know, the Bible says for 40 years, there was none feeble. That means that diet had chloroquine in it. It had azithromycin in it, for those who are taking. it. He had vitamin D. He had vitamin. What are those vitamins? He had zinc. He had all of them. That manna had all of that in it. And as they ate it, the whole nation, there was none sick. But you see, because of this sickness of not acknowledging God, they took up the manna and they said, What is it? And instead of that, they said, We miss the onions. We means the fish. We means the garlic of Egypt that they give us freely. They were lying. The truth is that most times when we step out of where God wants us to be, we enter into falsehood. They said they give them freely. How could they give them freely? They were slaves. They were laboring and toiling. But because they did not acknowledge what God had given to them. What am I saying? We have to be careful. And because we are in a season or in a time, a generation... Where the church, you know, like we learned, there was a scripture we looked at yesterday. I wish we'll have time to look at that scripture more. Where it says, if only in this world we have hope in Christ, we have all men the most miserable. message says, if we all we do with Christ is to get some inspiration for a few short years. It says we are miserable. Now, church has become a place where we pacify everybody that comes. Every time you come, there is a promise you know, God is going to do this. God is going to add to this. Now you're, you're, you're of age, God, you're going to marry. Now you have married, you're going to have children. Now you have children, your children will be first-class graduates. Now the children are first-class graduates. They're going to do this. And then when, now that you're 50, God is going to make you 25 years. You know, we keep telling people, you know, what God is doing. As if God has never done anything. This morning, I've come to tell you that God has done too much. That if he does nothing, if he does nothing again from today, you owe him. You owe him, and that is the foundation of right living. That is where men who are strong in the faith—that's where they come from. They come from a place of gratitude. They come from a place of not wanting. The Bible says, "Godliness with contentment." Contentment means if he stops now, I'm okay. It's not what God will do tomorrow that will fill me. It is what He has done. And because He's El Shaddai always doing wonders, when you're satisfied with what He has done, you cannot keep Him from doing more. Acknowledge me. He says, My glory, I will not share with another. My praise. Will I give can we see that scripture in I think message, please? Let's see Isaiah 42:8. In message, you know. So this morning, I'm charging you. He said, thank you. He says, and I don't what? Franchise my glory. I don't franchise my glory. You look around the world, men have franchised his glory. You see men, and with all respect, please, when you look at me, never attribute to any man or to any person, no matter, there's a place for honor. The Bible says, honor all men, honor the king. There's a place for honoring them. But what now, when you honor a man, I want you to ask yourself, what measure of honor should I then give God? When I acknowledge a man, what measure of acknowledgement should I then give God? So, the preacher here is not saying, don't acknowledge men. Even the Bible says, honor your father and your mother, isn't it? You know, the Bible says, honor the elders that rule, isn't it what it says? But when you do that, then the one who gave the elder the eldership. Do you understand? The one who gave the people. There are some places where they gather and their man of God is equal to God. When you hear them praise God and hear them praise their man of God, there is no difference. They're in idolatry. They're in idolatry. And unfortunately, those men are inhaling that, that praise and enjoying it. The day God will ask them questions like he asked Job. He said to Job, come, 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 come. Job, you know, was perfect. You know, it was blameless. But when he asked Job question, Job repented. You can repent of ignorance. He said, where were you? That's all. Where were you? If God asks you, the chemical, do you know what it takes to break down the amala you ate two days ago? What effort did you put in? You ate it and you enjoyed it and you went. You think your system eats amala. Don't you know that the digestive system has to do some work? Who instructs them? Who controls it? I get what I'm saying. So He says, I don't franchise my glory. So many of us are living lives and we we look around and we we have a list. What God will do. There's nothing wrong with that. Praise the Lord. He's a mighty, mighty God. He said to David, David, I've given you all these things. And if you needed more, what would happen? He says, I would also have given to you. So blessing you is never a problem with God. But he says his glory he will not share. So what we're learning this morning is to give him the glory for where we are. To give him the glory for the current station. The bus stop where we're in. we're waiting to board the bus to get to our destination. We are thanking him for where we are. We are looking around and we're saying, Lord, you are the reason. You are the reason I'm still saying. You are the reason I know that I need what I need. You know there are some people that have a need and don't know that they have the need? Because the mind is not complete. You're the reason for even, I'm standing where I am now to have a desire for this because of your faithfulness in my life. When you get to that point, you draw from God something that he can help. He will show himself. Let let, let me show you a scripture as I try to round up. Revelation uh, chapter 5 from verse 11 down. Revelation chapter 5. From 11. It says, then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels. Okay. Yeah. And I heard the voice of many angels around the throne. The living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Verse 12 says, let's read this together. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. Let's read it again. Sing with a loud voice. Worthy is a lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. I want to ask you a question. Who will give him all this? They belong to him. You know, when I read this, I I don't know when I will be found correct. But what God was saying to me is this. All these things that they are listening here. He says, when you give me glory, this is what I give to you. Didn't the Bible tell us that when he ascended high, he received gifts for himself, for men. He received this, he received this, and then he gave it for men. Everything here is your benefit when you put him in the right place in your life. What is Jehovah doing with wisdom? He is the source of wisdom. What is the Lamb of God doing with blessing? His blessing. What is he doing with strength? What is he doing with riches? What is he doing with power? It's all he's already. But when you ascribe and acknowledge him, you see, th- th- this is so basic. And that is why men do it so well with men. But today we want to go higher to God. I notice that if it's some people's birthday, you know how I want, I know my, you know, old friends or classmates that are very rich and comfortable. I see the way people write about them. Some people put seven pictures. And then they write, 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 write. If not for you, I for know they breathe. If not for you, I know that this guy is solid. You see another friend. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, full stop. That's if they write full happy birthday. They'll say HBD. You don't say that guy, money, nothing. Nothing, they come out inside. But if you see anybody that his pocket is flowing, you see people with pictures. I want to write about this, my brother. They're not writing. They're just trying to open an account. Because that thing is going to be helpful when next they call and say, I need, you know, some assistance. That's the way men behave. The truth is that they don't acknowledge it for you. It's for and the same thing, if you can apply it with God, it will help you. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive what? Power. Riches. So if you want to operate in power, anywhere you come, say that God is your source. When you acknowledge him, he will show up. They called Joseph when he became, you know, much mature. You know, Joseph had no known sin, but he had to grow in maturity. So when Joseph became more mature, and they brought him before Pharaoh, and they said, I hear that interpretation of dreams is your own thing. He said, It is not me. (laughs) It is not me. Don't create problem here. He said, Is interpretation what? Not with God. Did he stop Joseph from interpreting? No, what he did was acknowledge and he kept the line flowing. Keep the line flowing in your life. <laughs> Many of us, the little thing God will do, we've already put business card. We may not print it, but in our head, he said, my anointing flows in this area. My anointing flows. <laughs> I know that when I talk to people, they fall, they're here. When I do this, this what happens. No, he said, worthy is the lamb who was slain, to dispense power, praise the Lord, to dispense riches. That's why we, we look around us and we don't find as many wealthy, as many you know enormously wealthy believers as we see as in unbelievers. Because the, the dimension of humility that it would take for you as a believer to get to that height, you must be such that you will continue to sing in the ears of men. That this thing is Jehovah. That this thing is the Lord's doing. Because you see, the average human being is looking for who to praise. And anytime there's anything that's good about you, men will praise you. You speak where they say you speak wonderfully. Wisdom is now for you to say, thank you, but it is Jehovah's word that speaks through me. You look beautiful, thank you, but it is the Lord's word. Now, why we do that is this. You advertise him. Anybody you advertise pays you. People are called brand ambassadors. They don't do anything. They just tag the name and they are paid for it. When we get to that point, this man said, it is not with me. You go through many times, they will say this and that. And the people of God will respond immediately. Let us see what God will do. That's what wise men do. Are we going to be wise from today? Let me not miss this side of it. Also, when there are challenges, let me tell you the beautiful part of it. When there are challenges, and you understand this truth, if the glory is not mine, why should the trouble be my own? You see I'm now. You see how it's working. If the beauty is not from me, then if there is an infirmity, who will I take it to? I'll take it to him. If there is something that blows it, who should I talk to? I should talk to the same one who makes it beautiful. It's an understanding. So we get it that we are in the middle. God is behind us. As we go ahead, we face challenge. Oh, we know that we didn't send ourselves. We win victories. We say it's God that won this victory for us. And you know, many times God specifies it. He said to uh, Gideon, he said the people that are with you are what? Too many for me to what? Give the victory. Now, when when Joshua and the children of Israel were driven away because of sin from the little Ai, what did Joshua say? He says it shouldn't be that what? The children of Israel should flee before the enemy. So when they went back to God, they also saw that it was what? It was God that, you know, permitted or, or actualized their defeat. What that says to me is this. Simple and short, in as direct statement as it could be, the battle is not mine. Is the Lord's. Why? The victory has never been mine. Let's rise on our feet. Father, we thank you. I want somebody to acknowledge him. 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 That's why we sang, I will never keep silent. I will never keep silent. Many years ago, I learned how to thank God when I drive through a place. You know, you you drive through the junction and then you see somebody driving Say, yesterday. When we went to the uh, burial ground, somebody actually said, you know, whispered, Nalena, Nalena, he was talking to me, Nalena, because, <laughs> you know, that road is narrow. So somebody was on my, there was anyway, you know, it was somehow, but when I heard him say Nalena, I just laughed, I said, Lord, I'm still learning, you know. But you see, when you understand that, it shields you. You drive through a situation. He said, Father, I thank you for helping me. Gone are the days where I used to drive and boast because uh, there was one day I drove foolishly. And now I know that the capacity to be a foolish driver is in me. So if there is a wise driving, it must be him. Is somebody wise there? Let us give him the glory. Let us give him the glory. Let us give him the praise. Let us give him the praise. Let us acknowledge him. Let us lift him high. Is your situation beautiful? Then say to the Lord, The glory belongs to you. The praise belongs to you. The gratitude belongs to you. Has God solved your problems? Are you in financial abundance? Tell me you are my source. You have blessed me. You have made the road under me to be solid. You have caused me to walk on my high places. You are the glory and the lifter of my head. That is what the psalmist said. You say you are the one who subdued my peoples on the, on the peoples under me. Let Acknowledge the Lord. You did well academically. You are doing well spiritually. You are doing well morally. You got married. We acknowledge the Lord. You are still not yet married. We acknowledge the Lord. You are the reason. You are the reason. You are my God. You are my source. You are my strength. You are my boast. You are my confidence. You are everything to me. I need somebody to bless the Lord. I need somebody to really know that the Lord is his source. That the Lord is his God. You are my God. You are my God. Worthy is the Lamb. I give you praise. 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 praise. Begin to thank him. The Spirit of God will bring some things to your memory. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. You are my wisdom, you are my righteousness, you are my sanctification. You are somebody, thank him for salvation. Are you born again here? Born again is not cheap, it's not everybody. You are on the straight and narrow path. The multitudes are stretching, are going into destruction, and some of them are glad about it. But you have been snatched out of the fire. You have been saved. The Spirit of God has quickened you. You heard the voice of God. Now you know God. The fear of God is in you. It's a privilege that He you opened your ears to hear, opened your heart to receive. It is your doing, O oh Lord. I want you to acknowledge the Lord. I want you to bless the Lord. And then today as well, you in a situation where there are difficulties i want you to tell the lord you are the one who will do it you're a mighty deliverer you're a mighty god you are savior nobody compares to you no healer like you are you sick in the body i tell you god can heal like nobody he heals like nobody the truth is that every healing is of god but sometimes he will bypass processes he will with a word heal you. And somebody, the word of healing is coming to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. If somebody is in a situation. The process for you to come out of that situation is long. Many things will need to happen. But God is a deliverer. He can send forth and fetch you. As Mephibosheth. Where he was, he could not imagine the process it would take for life to get better for him. But David, a human king, sent for him. And fixed him, and from that day, he went from fugitive to royalty. God can send for you, indeed, He's sending for somebody. He's changing situations, He's changing that marriage, He's changing that child, He's changing that situation at work, He's changing that testimony. He's a mighty God, He's a mighty God. You can invite all your creditors and ask them to come. What is it that the balance is? Take this extra. God works miracles. He's a miracle-working God. He's a mighty God. He's a glorious God. Lord will bless you. Just put those hands together. And anyhow, you know, give Him glory. Choir, you can take us on. Let's just celebrate our King. He's a beautiful, beautiful God. He's a beautiful God. Receive all the praise. Receive all the glory. Receive all the adoration. You are the Lord.
0: You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near next Kashinkari, Abuja, for telephone 09-290-9000 or 7 You can find us online at www www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.